don't you just hate the end of summer? Goodbye, tomatoes. So long, peaches. See you next year, Chase Lounge by the pool. It's hard to believe the easy days of sunshine are already coming to an end. Well, while temperatures may soon start dropping, transfer pricing news heats up year-round. And with the OECD's global tax reform COVID-19 still wreaking havoc on 2020 documentation and new regulations popping up like pumpkins, they'll be here before you know it, it's hard to keep track of all the changes to the landscape. Fortunately, you've got us, and we've got the transfer pricing headlines hot off the press. But first, a message from my friends and yours at Cross Border Solutions. Hi, I'm Matthew DeMello, and you may know me as the host of the Fiona Show Cross Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing Podcast. And while I love to discuss transfer pricing, this podcast isn't the only place you can hear me doing it. Cross Border Solutions recently relaunched Transfer Pricing University, a live webinar series where you can learn about modern day transfer pricing, everything from methodologies to comparables to preparing documentation to meet country specific regulations. Good stuff, I know. Chief Economist Mimi Song leads the sessions. I just ask the occasional obvious question. Since our program is NASBA certified, you can earn one CPE credit for joining each session. Pretty sweet. So what are you waiting for? Join us for Transfer Pricing University Weekly. Classes are free, so now you really have no reason to miss it. Sign up at xbs.ai slash tpu. was financial services and extractive businesses who wanted to be exempt from pillar two of the OECD's new global tax plan. Now telecom businesses are calling for an exclusion too. The OECD's international tax reform, which after years of debate is inching closer to the finish line, contains two parts. Pillar one, a proposal that reallocates profits for a handful of extremely profitable businesses, 78 at last count, and pillar two, a global minimum tax. But certain industries like banking and mining get a pass, and now cell phone operators are lobbying for one too. In August, the global system for Mobile Communications and European Telecommunications Network Operators Association, try saying that five times fast, published a paper claiming that the new plan could put an extreme tax burden on the industry and an exclusion is warranted due to, quote, pre-existing sector-specific taxes. I know these folks are really into phrases that don't roll off the tongue. The group also pointed out that due to physical infrastructure and the fact they don't cater to foreign customers, they are already taxed where they have customers, which is sort of the point of the OECD's global tax reform in the first place. Will the OECD answer their call? To be continued. If you're not sure which supporting documents are acceptable in proving arm's length pricing in the Ukraine, it's certainly not the local tax administration's fault. In a recent guidance letter, the Ukrainian tax authorities reconfirmed the variety of sources that can be used to determine compliance with the arm's length principle. Which sources qualify? Internal cups, of course. Ditto for public information regarding comparable transactions or companies. Granted, it can be hard to find, but it does indeed qualify. Generally, any information that supports your case 
invoices, contracts, work papers, etc. that was obtained legally and shared with tax authorities will also be accepted. Documents can be obtained by the taxpayer in compliance with Ukrainian laws or received by the tax authorities under international tax treaties. Obviously, the tax authorities must follow the same rules and use the same sources as the taxpayers unless, that is, a taxpayer is under audit. Then, all bets are off. Tax authorities can use information that may or may not be available to everyone else. Another good reason to avoid an audit. COVID-19 has certainly complicated transfer pricing, and many tax authorities have responded by offering special guidance to lessen the confusion. Some of the most recent guidance comes from Hong Kong's Inland Revenue Department. The Inland Revenue Department provided that they'll generally follow the OECD's COVID-19 transfer pricing guidance and reminds taxpayers that, pandemic or not, the arm's length principle is still king. The authorities specifically comment on four points. One, the importance of economically significant risks. Two, taxpayers may need to consider including loss-making companies in their benchmark analysis. Three, the use of a separate testing period for the pandemic may be necessary. Four, taxpayers need to consider government assistance in their comparability analyses. The Inland Revenue Department also confirmed existing advanced pricing agreements still hold, but provides that taxpayers should notify them if there are any changes to the critical assumptions of the agreements. And there you have it. You are all caught up on the latest in transfer pricing. And if you started this podcast at the beginning of a run around the block, chances are you're most of the way through a mile right now. So congratulations on that front as well. If you liked this podcast, you're going to love the other shows in Cross Border Solutions Tax Podcast Suite. That's The Fiona Show Transfer Pricing, The Fiona Show R&D Tax Credit, and The Fiona Show Tax Provision. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, that's The Fiona Show, hot off the press. And we'll keep you up to date on transfer pricing news in minutes. Today's episode was hosted, edited, and engineered by yours truly, Matthew DeMello. Executive producer Marilyn Mitchum-Strom wrote this script. Autumn will be here faster than you can say October apple picking, but for picking all of the transfer pricing news out of the noise of international tax, look no further. We'll catch everyone next week. <laughs>